God damn it, this is a loud bar. This place gets louder every time we come here, or I get older every time we come here. I think it's a little bit of col- column A, a little bit of column B. Okay. Yeah, so... What's going on, man? Not it's much. It's been two days since I've seen you. Yeah, two... Uh, not even two full days. Yeah, literally. since our last podcast. So, uh, I bought a ticket to... Uh, uh, Atlanta. 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 I inspired you. Yes, you did. And then uh, had some conversations uh, at the bar before the loons match yesterday. Um, convinced me that I should just go ahead and pull the trigger on that. And then I uh, and then I pissed off like a segment of my family. Um, and I posted it on Twitter, but basically, one but uh, one member of my family was like, "Oh, you love soccer more than you love your family." I was like, uh, "Some of you, yes, I love soccer more than I love, you know, you." But so yeah, so. I, I'm excited to be a part jo- of my family now. Did they mean it jokingly, or was it oh, like no, it was, a? It was very, it was very, very sincere and very serious. It was a. So now apparently I'm excised from the family, like for soccer, like they're, like, you know, whatever. It's not someone I care about that much apparently because I'm like totally cool with it. So you see, my my in-laws just hate me because they know that I wasn't baptized, Ooh. and they know that I'm dragging both their daughter and uh, their poor innocent five-year-old children into the hot embers of hell. Yeah. So they hate me for it. It's similar but different. Yeah. I was having a conversation with somebody about, like, someone asked on Twitter, a friend of mine asked, is, uh, is there, are there breakups in heaven? And I was like, no, <laughs> I think heaven is just, it's, just like, it's like a one giant fuck palace, right? Everybody's, like, totally cool with it. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, no, you can hook up with whomever you want. It's fucking heaven. Yeah, but what if you see your exes in heaven? And then someone was like, well, that, someone was like, well, no, hell is where everybody fucks. I was like, no, 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 hell is where you want to fuck all the time. We just have an ongoing case of genital warts that just keep cropping up at the worst Worst possible scenario. I uh, like right when you're about to, like they're about to go down on you. And it's like, what the fuck is that? Nope. Look at look. I think we've all read Dante. I think we all know. Live from the black heart of St. Paul, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at Andy Graders on the podcast, by the way. I don't think anybody knew that. Yeah, welcome, Andy. Hi, guys. Um, so here's the deal. Uh, every guest that we've ever had on is a sort of a podcast tradition. Uh, yeah. Every one of them... Uh, a podcast sings, hazing, kind of, you know. Yeah, a Initiation. hate, hate rishing. Every one of them has to sing the opening bars of Billy Joel's For the Longest Time, okay? And so we're going to we're gonna chorus? force you to do that right now. You, do, you don't know who that is? Is that what you said? <laughs> no, I, I know who that is. Oh, okay. Well, that's step one. Yes. You know the I tune, know the right? the first couple bars, that's, though. That's perfect. That's all you need. I said I don't. I oh, said, you'll feel it out. For the longest time. That's, that's most of it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You ready? Whoa, whoa, One, two, three, four. Whoa. For the longest time. Whoa. Whoa. For the longest time. If you said goodbye to Joel's Oh, it's okay. That was, was mediocre. Okay, that was okay. You sang that was brief parts of it. The that was the thing. Some of the words? Okay, no. You, you, 
I think we had a good thing yeah. that we were passing it around. We did. Yeah, yeah, we did a thing. So yeah, we did. All right. So right. so Andy, how are you doing tonight? I have never done that on a podcast. I've been there. Done you go. Plenty of radio segments, podcasts. I've never had to sing at you, the top. You mean the dudes that score you know? north don't make you sing songs? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, those guys are losing out, man. <laughs> Maybe they ought to. Yeah. So um, so we've got Andy Grader tonight. Um, we've got the Daves, whom you know. Uh, we are going. Uh, have you ever heard this podcast? Uh, unfortunately, no, I have not. Unfortunately, I mean, no, you guys, this is only like your second or third recording, right? So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, we, I can catch on. I mean, soon, right? Yeah, we you definitely have just, not been doing this for like two, just two, two and a half right? years at all. Yeah. We're just feeling uh, it out. Yeah. Um, so, so here's uh, here's where we're at. Then, uh, typically, we're going to cover uh, the game that just happened, assuming it's a two game week game that just happened. We're going to preview the game that comes next. A couple other incidentals, and then we take questions from our fans. We're going to like breeze through those games the one that just happened the one coming up so we can spend more time talking to you because that's more interesting to us than soccer that's nice of you to say yes. i mean uh, i mean you mean that one to zero win over the rapids isn't going to be ingrained in your subconscious for eternity you know winning wasn't a big deal but losing would have been yeah oh, yeah and right. the rapids, yeah, the rapids have, a, have, a, have a way to like make their games against minnesota feel like shit yeah not and only so, do we lose yeah. but it feels miserable yeah. and that didn't happen last night which no, is great we did not so um, before we do that, we're going to try and uh, make some money. Zella, oh, yeah, for sure. So if you like uh, all this bullshit that we put out every week and sometimes twice a week, um, you can uh, support us on our Patreon. Um, help us pay for things like Andy's beer um, that we'll probably ba- pay for him. Um, you know, occasionally a beer or two it's from here, Martin. Me. But mostly like a qu- uh, recording equipment. We're able to do uh, guests now and not have to like swap the mic back and forth like a, like a, you know, a pass around like sloppy BJ sort of situation. <laughs> Because we, you all supported us and gave us some money. So yep. uh, if you want to keep doing that, if you want to keep supporting the Daves that you know, uh, go to patreon.com backslash, patreon.com backslash the Daves I know to help support the Daves that you know. That is the money bit. So we're down there. And for a six-month subscription at $69, yeah. we will stop doing the podcast. Yeah, so if you do, yeah, After six, six months, months, we will cancel the podcast. We'll we'll just, we will fucking wrap this yes. shit up. We will or, take all of our equipment. We'll throw it into the uh, Lake Minnetonka. Yeah. Yeah. That's or whichever it. Lake is That's all to, it takes to, to make this go away. It is. Six, so, six installments of $69 a month. Patreon.com backslash Dave's I know. Yeah. Um, let's get into what just happened. Uh, the Colorado Crapids came to town, and uh, we didn't get in a, in a brawl. We didn't get in a brouhaha. Yeah. They didn't bring the plague, which is they good. Didn't bring, well, they may have, but somebody uh, somebody donated surgical masks last yeah, night. Yeah, that was so fantastic. At that's least good. about 50 people didn't get the plague, so oh, that's, that's good, good news. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened? Uh, typically, we break the games down like this, and we're going to get your feedback on this as well. All of us are going to chime in here. Uh, usually, we start this is the what the hell just happened segment. We're going to start with best moment of the game. So uh, we'll get you warmed up here. David Zeller, I'm going to ask you, what was the best moment of the game last night? Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. You really I came to talk. You came, and you, I, don't, I have no idea. You really one. came to chat. Obviously, yeah. the, goal, the goal was great. Um, I'll do you one better. Yeah, do me one better. Uh, the assist. Okay. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Molino's yeah, pass yeah. was inch fire. perfect. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Molino's service been has been what we wish that a number ten in Darwin Quintero would do. I still say that yeah. Quintero is a nine and three quarters. He's not really. Uh, he's not really an attacking mid. That's not his strength. He's more of right. a five and three quarters. Yeah. Is that your <laughs> hat size? Or? That's it. Yeah. That's it. it was, oh, it's yeah, your, it was, it was your dick, dick size. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's. Uh, he's what? <laughs> no, he's. Uh, I, I don't think he's a number ten. I don't think that he's as good at facilitating as he yeah. is playing a second striker, right. running out of the ball and scoring goals, uh, uh, taking guys on one on one. Molino, we've tried him as a number ten before. It's not always panned out, but he's been playing some some hella good assists lately. He's, yeah. So, 
I don't know if you uh, watching the game, rewatching it this uh, this afternoon. Uh, Lode, Molino, and uh, Lude, or whatever the, I don't know whatever the fuck they pronounce it. Lod. Like, I've heard I've heard it lots of different ways. Uh, Lod. Lod, like Neil before Lod. Lude. I'm gonna keep calling him Lod. Yeah, Lod. Um, so Neil before Lod, uh, Molino, and Quintero. We're actually from rewatching it. Like we're actually swapping places a lot during uh, during the run of that yeah, play. Exactly. Which, That's a great which, point. Um, I thought was great. High fives from the patrons, <laughs> fellow patrons. Um, so, Handshakes. So yeah, so I think that was uh, cards so happening. We're not seeing you know, we're seeing specifically Quintero or Molino in that number ten role, but sort of like moving around and creating space, which yeah. we've seen this team do with Miguel Ibarra and and Quintero. Mm-hmm. Positional and, fluidity and, and, yeah. and Ethan Finlay too, like right. positional fluidity, flopping back and forth, which yep. creates those sort of overloads and the defenses are not able to sort of like Yep. You know. Anyways, 1-0 was the, the final score. I thought I didn't think that did the, the team justice. I think Minnesota played a lot better. You think um, we could have we could have had more goals in this one? I think so. Yeah, we, I mean, we hit the post a couple times. Um, we missed a penalty. Um, we'll talk about that probably in a little bit. But anyways, I, yeah, I think that goal. And you're right that it's just Kevin Leo has been absolutely perfect in his passing the last the last two months basically yeah, since yeah, he came back, yeah. like really came back from injury and yeah. from uh, a Gold Cup duty. Andy, did you have a different best moment of the game? No, I, I think it was definitely the Molino assist. I mean, he saw it against, uh, you know, the Mason Toy a couple of weeks ago, just the long balls. I mean, some of the, the foresight that he has with some of the passing has been tremendous. I mean, I think it was the Portland game where Greg Oosh had the, had the turnover and he got it like three quarters of the field to go and had this tremendous long ball to Mason that was able to finish to win that game. Um, yeah, I mean, to, to your guys' point about the position fluidity, I mean, Darwin was out on the wing a lot more last night, and I think that when you have Molino, you're able to do that, and it creates, you know, kind of a two-headed snake of where it's going to be coming from, and it doesn't have to be just we're going to, you know, thump it out wide and send in crosses from Oman time and again, which is what, you know, you see so many times with this team. Provide some a different dimension, more people to worry about, and that's mm-hmm. what I think Kevin Molino is able to bring. They didn't they didn't whack a lot of crosses in last game. Which Imagine was that, great. Yeah, exactly. Imagine that making passing. a difference. Yeah, so um, weird. They finally yeah. figured that shit out after three games of it not working at all. Right. <laughs> man, we man, we were hitting a lot of crosses there for a while. Yeah. Uh, David Zeller, what was your worst moment of the game? I mean, the obvious one was the dark the DQ penalty miss. He's been he's been basically fucking like stone cold awesome at those. Right. He knew one was coming. And I actually when he stepped up to take that penalty, it kind of felt I was like, oh, he's gonna get it's gonna get saved. It's gonna get saved. And then Did you think he was gonna saved. get cute like that? I didn't think he was gonna try and get cute. I, th- yeah. I thought like he was just he would just drive it and it, like, goalkeeper would just guess right once. And sure. that happens. I mean like everybody talks about PKs and and you know how like the big like, big ass fucking goal. But you know. Have you, I don't know if anybody's actually stepped up and tried to take a PK. Like that's a fucking daunting thing. Yeah. yeah. Continue to do it. Like it's even a- looking at the huge net. Like this, the old saying. Like you couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Yeah. All, all of a sudden you're standing <laughs> in front of one. You're like fuck. Yeah. yeah. I mean I was watching. Twelve yards uh, seems like a mile. <laughs> before that game, the Liverpool um, Chelsea uh, the Super Cup went to penalties, and you're like of course it's just like every time someone stepped up like Milner like hasn't missed a penalty in like sure. five fucking years. Like of course like I'm like oh he's gonna miss this one you know yeah. and, like. So you always yeah, have absolute to like, Minnesota ex- Vikings field goal shit. As a yeah. Liverpool slash Minnesota sports fan, just yeah, yeah. like with you, and as I'm sure as a Spurs fan, you also have that existential dread all oh, the time, sure. anyways. Yeah. But then, I, but there was something acute about the Darwin one that was like, I just I felt like that was not going okay. in. Which, you know, it's great they're up one nothing already, like whatever. But if that had been at zero zero, like I don't know, like the Wonderwall might have fucking exploded if that had happened. So would have been good. Yeah, yeah, I know that was. So I mean that was cliche worst moment but honestly that was the worst moment for me yeah. yeah i don't have anything to add that was probably it 
uh, we won. We deserved more, even more out of it. But um, also, it was an uneventful game for me. So. Yeah. Did you have a different worst moment? Uh, to riff off of that, so obviously post game, we're going to go into the locker room and try to talk to the key players of the game. Yeah. And Darwin is at the top of that list. Yeah. yeah. And he was already gone. Yeah, he took off, didn't he? <laughs> oh, did he? He was already gone. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't know the explanation. I mean, it was it was a, a well, redemption. To take a it was shit. a redemption yeah, story, right? Yeah. Uh, it was. Yeah, you messed up, but you totally redeemed yourself. <laughs> yeah. Three minutes later. Yeah. And he was already gone. So I think that was that was probably the worst moment where it's like we want to hear from the guy, the cap, you know, not the captain, but the highest paid player, yeah, the yeah. biggest attacker. Like we want to yeah, hear the guy who had the game winner. Yeah. Say maybe he, he was those, already gone. Here's those Thomas Chacon footsteps in his rearview mirror. Yeah. You know, yeah. objects in your rearview mirror are closer than they appear. <laughs> Bring it on, he, Uruguay. Well, let's not. He might have really had a reason to not be there. We he, all. He wanted to be. He wanted to be that same. Wanted to be that same Paul traffic. Yeah, that was probably a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. He had a train to catch. Yeah. Because he lives on the suburbs or something. <laughs> um, so uh, every every recap we do, we do a most what the fuck moment of the game. What was your most what the fuck moment? I, the fact that we only beat this team one to nothing, like after all the chances okay. that we had. And you're right, it was we had we had a ton of chances. We hit, like, hit the bar once, uh, missed that PK. And ultimately, I felt like we should have won this game like three to nothing. Mm-hmm. But also, ultimately, like we didn't really, we also didn't really create anything of like, of any substance, and North, not, neither did Colorado, for that matter. Like they yeah, were not yeah, really they, there they to play good, soccer; no. they were there to like right. play something a totally different game, but not that's not soccer. So yeah. I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't really have a most, most of the fuck moment of the game, other than the fact that we did not like score two other, like, at least two other goals. Yeah. Can I can I say like cumulatively that I felt like Abu Dunladi not putting the ball in the back of the net at the end of the game, kind of oh. as a what the fuck moment. That yeah, his header that skimmed over the crossbar. Yeah, yeah. That, when that the down, moment where yeah. he had he was connecting with Finley and he like he missed yeah you're right he missed that and he like basically sat down and was like lamented his fucking right. miss right. and then Finley like attacks the ball and almost like if Abu had been yeah. like paying attention and yeah. like like reacting yeah. and not been sitting on his fucking ass like yeah. lamenting his sorrows you know, he might have actually had a goal there so yeah, th- that there was, there that's supposed to be the moment with the game. yeah exactly and there are other moments like that where he's if he just you know continues to hustle and get in front of goal he could have some you know kind of poached rebound type moments yeah but he just he kind of stops before the game the game is stopped right the play is over the yeah. ball's been cleared so thought, even the chances that he was able to get toward is uh, the finishing feet just aren't there. And, you no. know, uh, being a striker is such a confidence job, and I hope he can right. find that confidence, uh, make the the difference in those couple of inches, you know? It's funny. We joke about often about how Miguel and Brent um, are in Heath's doghouse often and for no apparent reason whatsoever um, that they have uh, pictures of them maybe, you know, or Heath has, like, caught them, like, boning Mrs. Heath in some, in some capacity, and, like, there's videos and stuff, and... Miguel was taking the video. Brent was doing, or, or vice versa. I don't exactly yeah, know yeah. which way it is. Um, yeah. Vice versa, and and we, he talks about like you play yourself in and out of the lineup, and it's like, yes. well, that's not one hundred percent true because clearly yeah. that's well. Not. Here's here's a great example of that. Uh, can I finish mine? Yeah, please. I, go. I think I think Delati has uh, photos of Heath in a compromising position, <laughs> which is why he keeps getting looks. Oh, oh yeah. Again and again he and, uh, and again. Well, here's, he and Francisco here's, here's, Calvo both took those here's, photos. So yeah. let's, let's let Andy explain the, the <laughs> real reason why, not the made-up reason I just made up in my head. Okay. No, no. I mean, I think it's because Abu is Heath's guy, right? He was taken first overall in the 17 expansion draft. Or yeah. the, excuse me, super draft. Yeah. That's the reason that he keeps getting opportunities is yeah. because he's, he's married to him. He's invested in him. 
Um, I would say, I mean, Miguel hasn't scored in league play since March, right? That's, so it's, there's it's bad, yeah. So there's there's a there's a disconnect I think that's that diehard supporters have with where Miguel's form as is at this year as opposed to previous years. Obviously, he's got the work rate. He can he can create at times. I I do agree with that theory in previous years. This one this year, I don't think that theory when it comes to you Miguel the theory that holds up. Miguel Ibarra was boating Adrian Heath's wife. No, no, <laughs> that he was in some sort of doghouse. <laughs> no, right. I, so 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 to that so to that point about yeah. you know players pick themselves, right? What about Ethan Finlay? Right, exactly. I, I mean, love, Ethan Finley had a had a brace in Dallas, nearly had a game tying was the only trick. Was the only good part, maybe, of, right. of Dallas. Yeah, Robin Lude, you're not quite sure what you have in him yet. He's still Ethan, trying to get fit. Ethan is hot. Yeah, yeah he's, right. Sure, if, Ethan uh, is Lude's hot. coming off of a uh, uh, off season. I, I think everybody forgets that. Like he has he has been training regularly before right. signing with Minnesota United. Um, yeah. And I get your point about and I and I am very like. I have, as everybody who listens to podcasts know, you clearly do not. I love Brent Coleman. I love Miguel Ibarra. I have sure. Brent Coleman. I have Brent Coleman's last NASL Minnesota United jersey, like wow, hanging up in my closet. That's cool. Um, but I, I, I agree with you. Like Miguel Ibarra and Brent are not playing up to the standard they have been in the past. But sure. it's also like this has been a three-year thing where it's just every year it's like they need to play themselves into the team. And then when they do, like they have one bad game, they're like fucking out. And then it's yeah. like, like – right. Like, the ball rolls down the mountain. They have to roll it back up the fucking mountain again before they yeah, get a yeah. get a look. So I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, I was surprised to see Wyatt a couple of games ago over Brent. Yeah, I was surprised to see that. So. Yeah, we're, uh, it's been kind of musical chairs with the fullbacks there as we get Ramon back. We're trying to uh, bring Moimbe in and stuff like that, uh, figuring out the left back. Um, still surprising though because you, you think you've got a comparative uh, sure bet in Chase Gasper. Hassani Dotson looks like he wants to come up and stab the Rookie of the Year award, you know. And then, yeah, you're still kind of tossing dice. I, I get it. There needs to be rotation. I don't want to pretend to understand what they're looking at in matchups and saying, no, this this day, this matchup is the right one. I don't pretend to understand all of it. But um, you've got good guys. And uh, if, if you're going to say the words in a press conference that you play your way onto the team or you play your way off of it, that's where it becomes a trickier prospect. Yep. Really, is that what any of those guys did? You know, right. the Dotson well, need I mean, his ass glued to the bench for you. Know, I don't know. Sure. Whatever. I mean, it, sounds, it sounds like, you know, Heath had an eye towards this weekend with Finley, so that made it easier to leave him out of the starting lineup. That there would be another pair you, of fresh legs coming in. So, so Finley, you think Finley's starting on Saturday? Of, then I mean, I I would think. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But I Makes mean, sense. it was it was part of the. The reasoning, sure. So, but I mean, I don't think it makes full sense because of his entire mantra of you know you play your way on, and he certainly did at the, at the weekend in Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Who's your uh, fr- the next Freddie Adu Award winner for the best player of the game? Um, I don't know. They're, I guess Vito kept a clean sheet, nine clean sheets. Now that's the that's the record for Minnesota United uh, keepers. His um, his nine is more than any, uh, b- more than any other combined number yes, of clean exactly, sheets anybody exactly. So, I uh, I don't think he had a, he didn't have like a particularly stellar standout game. He just was very calming on that back line, and we talked about this after the FC Dallas game. How how it was vital Icopara, Ozzy Alonso, and and Vito Manone have been to like stabilizing this fucking defense. Yeah. Um, like the joke is like maybe our defense is actually good. Are we? Defense good this year? It's not I a joke know. anymore. Yeah, so I'll give it to Vito Manone. Yeah, we still get, we still allowed five goals like three days ago. Sure. <laughs> What's Which, the, uh, yes. 
Heavily rotated. <laughs> yes. Who is, who is your award winner for the next Freddie Adu uh, best player of the game? You know, I think just based on the consistency that he's done all year, Ike Opara, right? And, I mean, I just think that there's such a presence that is there all the time in front of it. Vito, right? There's just a calming element that he provides. I mean, obviously there's the clearances, the interventions, all of the things he does. But I just think it's become so routine that I don't really feel like we – appreciate it it might sound weird because it's been something that's been constant for so much of the year um obviously he's going to come up here you know going into next week when he plays against kansas city but i think we see what a loss it did in kansas city and how much we've gained from it i was just gonna say look and see what like kansas city how like how bad their defense is now compared to with with losing apparently like 10 years of success all came down to Ike para who knew yeah i i I give credit to you peter vermees I, I gave my man of the match award to uh, Ike Opara as well. So, yeah. um, Who is the award winner for the next Freddie Adu award for the shittiest player of the game? I don't. I You know, again, this has been a, a – a, normally this is like – Andy, when we've had done this podcast for the yeah. previous two and a half years, like this is like the hardest award to give out because everybody was really shitty. Yeah, who played <laughs> This has actually been to one of the hardest themselves. awards to give out every game because sure. most people are actually playing fairly well. So yeah. – I don't know. Um, who do you, I mean, I, who do you have? Uh, did Dunlady play long enough for me to give it to him? Yeah, I mean, yes. Okay, yeah, yep, that, okay. I'll, yep, I'll give it to him. If you are okay. on the field and you, like, sit down instead of, like, trying to finish your goal-scoring opportunity or, like, finish a play, right. you probably are the shittiest player in the game. Man, so. there was this fucking guy playing in the unified game afterwards. Sucked. <laughs> give it to him. Harsh. Guy fucking sucked. <laughs> I would say just over the week. Which guy in the unified team do you going to get? I know, right. Let's, was, let's really dive who deep was, here. Who was the worst player on the unified team? Let's get you. Uh, okay, no. Uh, Freddie Adu award winner. Worst, worst player of the game. Uh, I would say the week-long award goes to the Finnish midfielders. Ah. I mean, Rasmus Schuler was pretty much non-existent at the weekend from what I saw. And there wasn't yeah. much that he did. Robin Lude on Wednesday didn't really impact the game very much. Um, so I would give it to those two guys. Okay. Um, there's a certain um, latitude above which you go where the soccer players start kind of sucking. I think that's what I'm hearing. So Manny shouldn't go to the Arctic Circle. <laughs> you should go to the, the warm places. Oh, that's where yeah, they, that's yeah. Uh, really good ones. Apparently that, yeah. that Apparently that works. So, yeah. uh, All right. Let's, uh, you know, a couple things to do, and then we'll talk about Orlando City, and then we'll get to better know Andy Greener. Uh, I just want to mention – Wes posted it on uh, the at his uh, Twitter today. The I can't remember what exactly what it's called. The Futsal, the Minnesota Podcast Futsal Open Cup Champion Cup Championship Cup Cup Company Cup 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 rolls off um, the tongue. Brought to yeah. you by brought to you by Summit Brewing. Um, Actually brought to you by Summit. Uh, yes, yeah. they are they are donating a shit ton of beer for it. We we are hosting a futsal tournament for the soccer podcast in Minnesota. Yes. I've dug the lead out for yes. you. Uh, yeah. So, but it's so it's gonna be it's all it's it's Minnesota. It's the it's the fifty five one podcast. Two United fans, the Minnesota football show, and us, the Dave's I know. Um, we're all gonna be competing in a tournament. Now, it's futsal. It's a small court. It's like three v three. But we only have like three dudes on our like, who regularly are on our podcast. Ever been on? Yeah. And so, I I told everybody I was like, there's no way in fucking hell that I'm only playing with with you and fucking Luke Craig because we will die. Yeah. Um, yeah. You and Luke Craig, especially, will die. Like, well, you will get, you will get straight redded. Like, you'll get a straight red card. Like, studs up tackle on somebody as you 
almost did in the uh, Winter Boot yeah. Tournament a couple of years ago. That's true. That's true. And then Luke Craig will die, and then there should be me on the on the court playing against three people. Yeah. So we are going. There's going to be an opportunity for you, fellow Dave I know listeners, to actually play with us. Like you get to get you get to register. Yes. Um, you'll, you'll you'll donate ten dollars to a charity. Um, we're gonna donate all the winnings. So whichever team wins is gonna get to pick the charity, or we may just designate a charity, and all the winnings are gonna go to that charity. Um, Summit Beer is sponsoring it. They're gonna be uh, we'll either be selling beer or donating beer so that you can like give a donation. Um, you know, like you get a bunch of Summit. Um, we're trying to figure out an after party. It's the same day as the Pachuca game, uh, so no one's going to the Pachuca game because it's fucking Pachuca. Yeah. So like, let's what party about afterwards. Romario Obara? Um, what's that? What about Romario Obara? I mean, sure. Cool. He can come. He, can come. he yeah. wants to play on you our team. Yeah, he wants to play. We're happy to have <laughs> him. Yeah, for sure. You know what? Um, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if he even plays in that game. I'm sorry yeah. to sorry to go on. No, a no, no, that's there, all right. I'm sure. I'm sure he probably will. Um. Anyways, Johan, Johan Venegas didn't play in the Saprissa <laughs> game. That's true. So fucking Johan, who knows? I forgot. I, God damn it, Andy, I forgot about Johan Venegas. You keep like, you reminding me about fucking See, Johan so much Venegas. talent could come onto your team here. Yeah. I'm just generating all these ideas. Anyways, so Sorry. there's a Facebook group for it. I'm gonna post it on our on the Dave's I know Twitter feed tomorrow. Um, so like, like it, join it, um, come watch us. Even if you don't want to play, come watch. Um, I think the plan is to have one person from each of the two podcasts that aren't playing do play by play in color. Yeah. Like, with like a PA speaker yeah, there. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Um, Wes has that shit here at the bar. Yeah. Uh, and it's a uh, yeah, it's at the West Seventh uh, Futsal uh, Court, the new one that was built just recently. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna try to make this like, like semi-annual thing, so we'll probably do it a couple times a year. They're building the one over at Hamlin. Uh, that should be done actually relatively soon. So we may do one before the end of the season over there. Anyways, yeah. So it's gonna be a really awesome opportunity. Uh, really fun. And uh, the winner gets to record a 30-second commercial that gets to be played on all the other shows. <laughs> um, so I only want to win because I want uh, fucking Eric Silva Brenneman to have to bleep our shit out for the Minnesota football show because that shit is live. I just oh, want, I just want to do like, yeah. something that's just very sweary yeah, yeah. that we can just <laughs> – yeah, so it's a 30-second commercial. Sounds that's, like better than any trophy. That's the stakes. Yeah, we're not going to do it. We're not going to fuck around with any trophies and shit. Um, but, yeah, come on out, right. uh, drink some beers, hang out with us, uh, make fun of us playing soccer. Yeah. Like, like listen, like there's like the Minnesota football show is like clear favorites here because oh, they yeah. actually have soccer players. They're fit. Uh, they know what they're yeah, doing. They're, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, fit people who have soccer players on their team. They're not drunks. I just I can't wait to watch like me, you, and Craig against Notch, Colin, and Caleb. That's gonna be a fucking like just a crashing of just just hot white wet slabs <laughs> of meat slapping against each other repeatedly. Anyways, yeah. But so enough about my sex life. September 7th, uh, I think the thing will, the tournament will start at 12. Um, follow the days I know on Twitter. We'll, we'll hook you up with that. And then, yeah, if you want to play on it with us, let us know. Like, hit me up in the DMs if you want to play on our team specifically because we can make that happen. One other fantastic note that I have uh, out there is that Chris Lidholm has, jo- has agreed to join the Daves I Know team as a three-time guest of the Minnesota United podcast, or the uh, two Daves, <laughs> the Daves I Know podcast. Um, he's going to be playing on our team, so we're, we have probably have about three more slots available. And uh, and yeah, and then all the other teams will have spots available. Do you want to want to come play, Andy? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah. So Chris Lindahl, Lindholm, Lindholm, not Lindahl, not Chris Lindahl. <laughs> so you said he's pretty good. Yeah, Chris Lindholm. Yeah, Lindholm. Yes, he is. So he's a former soccer player. Like uh, I think he played collegiately, never yeah. played professionally. Um, you might know him as the voice of Minnesota soccer, the Baron of Blaine, of a Brown attendee, yeah. and uh, a Buzz Lagos Lifetime Achievement Award winner. Which is an award the Dark Clouds give out every year. Yeah. 
which he actually put. I, I put this on the Twitter. He actually put it on his fucking LinkedIn. If you look at his LinkedIn, this is Bug Logos Lifetime Achievement Award winner. It's like awards. Fantastic. Like next to like two time like broadcaster of the year or something. I was like, fucking serious. Yeah, voice of Minnesota soccer for decades. Yeah, yeah, several like multiple decades. Yeah. Um, all the way back in the. The Thunder Days, uh, right. back to the Jimmy and all that fun stuff. So, so yeah, if you want to come play, you've been on our podcast. So, technically, you are eligible to play on the awesome. Days I Know team. That's so. great. What's, uh, what's the date? We'll September September 7th. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, like in the afternoon um, before the Pachuca game that, you know, 10,000 people maybe go to. I don't know. We'll see. So, anyways. Ooh, so, yeah, vicious. so we, that we just finished that up. Um, let's talk about the upcoming match. Orlando City. Who's good? On Orlando City, he's good on Orlando City. Maybe what's, what's, actually, let's, let's shoot to the reporter first, and then yeah. we'll we'll fill in. Like, let you do the hard work on this one. <laughs> yeah. I'll, do the, I'll do the City. heavy lifting. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, Nani, right? I mean, I think he's yeah. got eight and eight, right? He's probably the best one. Um, Akashi, Akoshi, he scored last night against KC, right? I think he's uh, got nine goals for them. So, but I, I don't know who won that game. What quality I is look it up. Uh, they, they beat KC one to zero. Nice. Good. KC for them. is just kind of circling the drain. A little yeah, there. Yeah, so. Nani got to play in more of like a free number 10 style role. Like a, um, it's interesting. Yeah. It might suit him. Especially. I mean, I, they're, they're still in playoff content. It's not like throwaway time for them, but, um, right. I kind of like seeing Nani in a, in a freestyle number 10 role. Anyway, cool. yeah. that's my, t- okay, yeah. fine. Keep going. No, you're doing good. <laughs> I mean, they do have uh, Sydney, du- uh, Sydney LaRue's husband on the team. Yeah. Otherwise known as Dom Dwyer, but yeah. primarily known as uh, Sydney LaRue Sydney Dwyer's husband. husband. Yeah. yeah he's, speaking, uh, of, speaking of female soccer players, has anybody had the Mia Hamm Alabama Slammer here at Blackheart? No. Is it's that on a the drink? I have. It's delicious. Is, is that it a drink? It is delicious. Is it better yes. than the Ipsen Negroni? No. Nothing is better than the Ipsen. Okay. Right. Yes. So yeah. in, just in reverence? Yes. Did you see the fact that he had uh, an Instagram post today about like a throwback Thursday of like his kids playing in the snow? Ibsen? Yeah, it was all no. very, it was all very weird. Aww. I don't I don't think yeah. I follow Ibsen on Twitter. I don't yeah, know why. Isn't he it's back in crazy. Isn't he back in Brazil? I think he, yeah, I think he is. Yeah, did you see he's you, playing with a like a third division side right. with a name that sounded like cupboard or something like that. Yeah. Weird team. I don't know. Did you see uh, the one Instagram of him like playing and like two touch off a like a little kid Fisher Price table, and he no. smokes his kid in the face, <laughs> and Ibsen like he like just like puts it off the table right into his kid's face, and, the and kid then like it does recoils, a smash. It does a smash cut recoils, to Recoils and Ibsen is just like full grin, like oh my god, I got him. See, that's the thing. Like, I am definitely gonna be that dad where I'm like I'm gonna yeah like I'll play with my kid like I'm gonna, gonna beat his ass until he can beat me like yeah like beat me son like fucking a like. I know that that's that's like probably not kosher and like dad. No, you can't eat I it. Not in a I, yeah, I can't. I can't, diet, I can't like you know slam. Like, I'm never gonna slam dunk on anybody ever in my life. Like I'm gonna slam dunk on my kid as long as I possibly can. <laughs> like uh, right. my kids are gonna think that they're gonna grow up thinking that I'm completely incompetent because they look they're gonna look back when they're 20 and be like, I was fucking four years old. He never beat me at anything. Like every time we played checkers, I fucking kicked his ass. <laughs> I was four. He was a grown man. See, I think that's not good. That's I think that's not healthy for your kid, but, pro- you know, whatever. It's good. probably not crushing for them, but, yeah, you're right. You might, there's something there. Yeah, there's something there. You might diff- be right. Differing parenting styles or something like that. Uh, I was going to throw out, uh, Orlando still has Sasha Question and Joao Matino on their team, which are not, they're not bad. Um, uh, I for- also forgot they have fucking, we, this is segue to uh, who sucks, Dylan Powers is on this team still. 
How's stealing power still in fucking MLS? I, <laughs> I mean, how? How? That's a legitimate question. How? How is he still playing in MLS? What's so bad about Dylan Powers? I don't know. He's not good. He's not a good soccer Didn't they player. also turn over like a dozen players too? You'd think just in the general churn, he yeah, might be gone. Each, each of the last two years, they've had like a lot of turnover. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a, a pretty decent, uh, sort of well-rounded forward, Chris uh, Mueller. Who? Yeah. Chris Mueller. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. So, anyways, whatever. Um, yeah. uh, obviously, they're they're still uh, hanging out with Sasha Kleshin. So sad to watch him sitting on two assists, three assists probably on the year, thinking that this is a dude who is pulling consecutive seasons of 20 previously. Yeah. That is too damn bad. Will Johnson's still on the team. Uh, also true. Yeah, he's he's played more games than he hasn't played. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. Damning praise right there. Yeah, I, I know. To that, to that point, it's, it's interesting to see how the Red Bulls have pulled the trigger on guys or, like, pulled the shoot on guys like Sasha and now they haven't done it on BWP, right? Yeah. You think that they would have sold maybe last year on him, given I mean, the I fact think of what he's done this probably year. Trying to yeah. wring as much value out of him as they possibly can before like yeah, that right. well runs dry. And I don't know. I, I guess, don't think the but, BWP well is going to be running. You know, but I mean, hot this for time very last long. year it was not well, running dry. Yeah. I mean, this year it it's, certainly has absolutely, absolutely so. dried up this year. But you know, the the team is tied on points for the last playoff spot. They're on the outside looking in on goal differential, but. They're there, yeah. Uh, even without his production, they're not an elite team by any standards. But they also defensively, they are at least as far as goals allowed, they're among the better teams in the East. Also damning with faint praise, but um, they have some good things going for them. But they have some shitty things going for them too. Who sucks on the Orlando City I mean, Lions? Everybody else. Everybody else. Everybody else. Yeah. What's your know. take on Will Johnson? Is Will Johnson a good like or a Will bad? Johnson. You don't like Will I Johnson. I know. I'm, I've never. I've never had a. I don't know. I feel like he's been overrated as far as I'm concerned. But I. I don't really have any. Like I think that's just a feeling, and that's not really like based on any stats or anything like that. And like I don't have feelings about players. You know, Dom Dwyer is a diver. Will Johnson. I, it's. It's Will. It's, his name's fucking Will Johnson. How like how bland can your name fucking be? Will Johnson. Cool. Good for you. So that's your, that's Maybe your better problem. than Bill Johnson. I mean, sure. But it's William Johnson. William Johnson is the most generic fucking name ever. Like, outside of, like, you know. It is a name that's kind of like Diet David Mayonnaise. Smith. David Smith. Well, fuck you. My <laughs> name is almost there. Oh, I knew, We know a David Smith. <laughs> yeah, we do. That I don't know if he actually listens to the podcast or not. But that idiot. Yeah. Poor um, guy. Yeah, so, I, yeah, first of all, yes. His, his name is, like, lukewarm mayonnaise. That's fine. Um, I... Two years ago, we had an opportunity to get him in our expansion year, and I really wanted us to swoop for him. I feel like now he would have been kind of like a Kevin Molino style, like feels good in the moment. You're like, here's a dude tried and true in MLS. He's the If you had a whole team full of cali- guys of this caliber, you know, you'd be a pretty good team. And then looking back, you kind of be like, eh, I don't know if it would have panned out. Um, so that's fair. Who else sucks on this team? Right, don't don't come to me, man. What's the, what's, the, what's the origins of the hatred for Dom Dwyer? I mean, just... Was it the SKC oh, Open yeah. Cup games? I mean, dives, like, like I shit. remember, I remember a uh, Open Cup game in, at NSC, and he was just getting booed every time he touched it. Is that is that kind of the origin yeah. of it? I mean, more or less, right? Like, I've guy's never, a diver. I've n- he's he's never been my favorite player, but I've never hated him in the same way. Yeah, sure. I, don't I don't know. I just, I've always just not liked him because yeah, because he dives. And dives like incredulously, like kind of like Jamie Watson used to dive. He's kind of like yeah. he's kind of like Mo Salah. Mm. 
If you can see the looks exchanged oh right now. Oh, my God. Take that podcast back. podcast is over. It doesn't, now, it doesn't really translate Mosala over has, I'm not going to say Mosal has not dived. Mosal has dived, but not as egregious. Dovin? Dovin. He's Dovin. Dovin. He's Dave. Um, he's, he's Dave. He's Dave. He's Dave. Yeah. Hashtag. Come on, Mo Salah. Come on the podcast. But not as egregiously as Dom Dwyer has. Dom Dwyer is particularly egregious at diving, so I don't know. He looks like He looks like a fun dad. Yeah, I'm sure he's great. Did you? Do you see like pictures of uh, his of Sydney uh, training right before the World Cup when she's like six months pregnant? You're like, oh yeah, yeah, Holy fuck, she's man. huge. Yeah, like, she's not you fucking are around. Amazing. She's yeah. like, no, what's your excuse? It's still gonna happen. <laughs> she's yeah. for real. Yeah, yeah, it is. So it's, uh, you know, I'm sure that the family's fucking awesome and they're gonna make raise amazing kids who are gonna do real cool shit. But as someone who's like, you know, has a kid who's like probably not not endowed with the greatest of sports genes, I'm like, I'm a little jealous of that. So maybe it's all built in jealousy, you know. Like, Maybe that's it. Yeah, it's it's no, it's very very real possibility that it's just built in jealousy. Like I'm never gonna. Yeah, this got really dark and internal uh, really fast. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about how it's gonna end. Yeah, how, the, do, how, how do how do how do we play this out? What what's the tactical outlook for the loons? What do we need to do to uh, maximize what we can do well against Orlando and their strengths and opportunities? And then what the hell is the score score gonna be? Uh, I think it's gonna be a two goal game for okay. a United win. Okay. Um, but the biggest concern that I have is some of the vagueness that Adrian Heath had today about some of the injury situations. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the, the easy hunch would be that Ozzy might not be able to play after tweaking his shoulder last night. Adrian wouldn't mention who it was. Ike was also limping around. He's another one that could maybe not go. Um, so I think it's more kind Toy, of – Toy is suspended. Not that he's yeah, as critical yeah. as either of those pieces you right. just mentioned. He'll still be suspended. So. Yeah, but there's someone that took a knock last night that might not be able to go on Saturday. I think it's maybe one of those two key defensive okay. pieces, so it's shoring up. I think that's the key thing. So would Hassani Dotson get a start in that number six role? I would hope or so. Or would it be Larry, Leaping Larry? I would hope it'd be over <clears throat> Larry. Yeah, well – If Dotson has any future as the number six – they need to start playing them there. We spent the opportunities we, right. we spent like 20 minutes talking about this on we Tuesday. Did, yeah. Like, why the fuck was Tassani Dotson not playing in Ozzy Alonso's role? In a he, game where you're clearly just throwing out babies and bath water yeah, with your lineup. In, we'll put the we, guy when in. When you it, expect it, him to yeah. be Ozzy's replacement in a, in two years or something like who that. Would have been, so. Who would have been the other fullback if Hassani didn't play? Chase Gasper. Right why back. the fuck was Chase Gasper not playing? I don't know. Yeah, well, we had a conversation. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, there's some rookie wall concerns yeah. with some of these guys. I think there's that's part of it. But that's that's fair. Um, I mean, and I, I know, I think maybe you had mentioned it in your in an article that if Moyembe had been yeah eligible, he would have played right. in in the left back position, and maybe right. that would have pushed. I think we even alluded to that. Like, if Moyembe is a, is eligible, does Hassani play that midfield or that you know that Ozzy Alonso you know um, right. number six role? As opposed to Larry Olam, and was it was it because? But Adrian never never actually says anything like that, like which is really fucking. Uh, it's like just maddening. Like you're just like just say, listen, we planned on having Dotson play Ozzy's role, but for the paperwork, we couldn't do that. So that's why that's why he played as right. a left back. It's not fucking hard. Why does it seem so fucking hard, Andy? I don't know. Well, because he, I mean, he's trying to coach the entire team, right? He's gonna massage some. Some egos and keep people involved, right? So it's like, you know, I mean, if, you, Larry if you've got, has if you've an got, ego about like when he fucking plays for this team. I mean, I, I mean, would, maybe, I maybe I mean, he does. I don't know. I mean, with a with a chemistry guy like that, I don't know. Sure. I, so that's that's kind of how he has to wear the HR manager hat sometimes. Okay. So fair. You can't just go out and say, "Look, 
I think we all can agree that Larry Olam is just pallbearing his own funeral at this point. <laughs> Larry so, Olam is hot but, garbage. Yeah. Uh, but that's it might make for some great quotes. Like, I'm sure you would love for him to say <laughs> shit like that. Give you something to write about, at least. But yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, I think we play a lot the same way we did against uh, Colorado. I think we're a lot more attacking. Um, or more attacking than we were. And I, I, I think it's a – we went two to nothing. I think it's a pretty easy game. I think we put, you know, two away really early, and then we sit back and, you know, absorb pressure and, you know, your game states situation. Anyways, Let's that's what I think. Let's hope it gets yeah. to that. Uh, positional fluidity among the uh, more attacking players. Yep. That includes a forward, uh, but obviously also includes wings and attacking midfielders. Um, and then I want to see us playing more centrally. I want to see us spending more time in the middle, vertically, middle uh, third of the pitch than I want to see us uh, building up the wings. I, I would love to see us use the wings in a game like this more as an outlet when we're stumped otherwise rather than as a primary way forward. And when it does, when we do have to do that, I still want to see us cycling the ball back centrally and not just hitting it across and praying that, uh, I guess, uh, the, the dynamic duo of uh, Miguel Ibarra and Darwin Quintero are going to get a hit on it. Those guys, if they stood on each other's shoulders and put a trench coat on, they couldn't get into a bar, <laughs> but we're still going to hit cross after cross to them. Work it centrally if you have to advance up the left or right flanks. Right. Otherwise, keep it more centrally to begin with. Yeah, so who wins? What's the score? Uh, I'm going to give you one to nothing, Minnesota United. Sorry, Orlando has a good defense. One nothing, riveting. Surprisingly yeah. good defense. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. That's yeah. true. Cool. All right. You're, you're, um, you haven't made a call. What's that? You haven't made a call. I said two nothing, Minnesota. Oh, you said two yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't listening, probably because you were talking. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Um. So now we're going to deep dive into uh, better Noah Loon, Andy Greater. Uh, it's Greater, right? That's like Greeter. Greeter. Yeah. Greeter. Yeah. Like like Greedo. You think you could have fucking learned how to pronounce his well, name I mean, while he's coming on our podcast? To, you've never had to say you've it. You've never had to say it out loud, right? So, yeah, it's like right. I would love to be. I would love to be you and Mike Shashevsky is gonna coach his first game. <laughs> and you're like, so Mike, Kurzawski. You just did not even try to take a stab at it. He's only gonna win twelve hundred games in his career. Right, right. I tried. It looks like greater. There was. Yeah. This is right. so off topic. Greeter, greeter I, really, I really do want to talk to you, Andy, but really quickly. When I first joined the corporate strategy team, I really wanted to like impress people. I want to get my shit right. I want to be professional. And there was this guy, uh, and, and, and I was like, man, I'm going to go visit everybody in San Francisco where the company's headquartered out of, and I'm going to get this guy's fucking name right. I bet nobody gets it right. I'm going to get it right. And I'm like practicing it in front of the mirror, and I'm like, okay, Jenna. So you got to pronounce it with a soft J. I think Mike Shashevsky does it. Yanashevsky. He pronounces his name Yanashevsky. That's it. So I finally get there. And I'm like, hey, oh, Farron. You must be Farron Yanashevsky. That's his Janazuski, actually. Janazuski. Fuck you. All right. Well, do you have a question for Andy? Let's ask Andy questions instead of me telling random stories. Janazuski. So, um... You're, uh, let's let's start with easy stuff. So so um, you're going to I mean you write uh, ahead of time. You write in advance of the games. You write after the games. You write those recaps, right? So I'm going to kind of start with um, the the previews. We just did previews. When you're looking ahead, what are you looking for when you're trying to put together something that is compelling for the audience to read? It's the right level of uh, tactical depth versus uh, insights versus here's the overarching storyline. I mean, do you have an approach to considering uh, how, how, how that's going to flesh itself out? It's often kind of a grab bag, 
Okay. Right? It's kind of what is like is there something that is like absolutely jumping off of what's going on with the team? Or is there something that's you know, maybe a, a, a player profile that's somebody that's playing really well, right? So there's obviously next week there's gonna be some Michael Parra stuff that I've been working on for a while that's gonna be serving as kind of a okay. pregame um, for the you know, for the Thursday game at mm-hmm. Kansas City. Other times it might be kind of big picture about kind of what this stretch means for them, right? Mm-hmm. So before the uh, before the uh, Colorado game, I wrote about how, you know, not just making the playoffs is the thing anymore, right? They need to get a home playoff game, right? right. So it's kind of a big picture thing. Sometimes it's, you know, a key injury. So it kind of fluctuates just based on what's available, what's timed right, what kind of things are capable. You know, I think that there's something that I'm thinking about working on for Saturday is just kind of a look at how Manny has constructed this roster, mm-hmm. right? And the fact that they're, they've filled a lot of the gaps mm-hmm. and things are in the right place at this time and they've, you know, been able to stay healthy and things have kind of gone according to plan and right. they've also won in the transfer window and Chacon might be there on Saturday and that's kind of the next beginning of the next wave and for Manny who's gotten so much heat for the first couple of years, sure. he is he deserves credit now, I believe, sure. and he hasn't really gotten it. So that's mm-hmm. something that I'm kind of kicking around. I've also been working on something about Hassani Dotson, and he's kind of been in, kind of in and out of the mix a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think he's deserving of something, but it's kind of what the feel is, when the timing is right, yeah. what maybe is the more newsworthy story. Maybe there's something a little offbeat that mm-hmm. no one else has. So it's all kind of kind of a feel what I feel is the best judgment for it. What's, uh, how do you see your, uh, from your seat, how do you see your role as a purveyor of facts and information versus somebody who has takes? Or, for instance, you feel yeah. uh, it would be worthwhile or necessary to stand for Manny. You think Manny hasn't gotten the credit in year three yeah. that maybe he's deserved. Here's your opportunity to maybe make a difference sure. in that. How do you see your balance between those and, two and how much roles? And how much do you want to be Roycey, like, just going after people <laughs> left and right? <laughs> <laughs> Secondarily, that yes. yeah, uh, I would say you know I try not to do takes, right? I sure. mean, that's not really what I'm what I'm about. And, and the Manny thing is more like, you know, what are some of the exhibits of things that have been done, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm trying to grasp at something to to make a, a narrative around something. It's sure, like, sure. okay, what have been the who have been the key players on this team, right? It's Vito, it's Ike, it's Ozzy, it's Roman. Jan plays every game. Those that's what he's done this offseason. Mm-hmm. So it's not like me kind of thinking, well, I think Manny deserves credit. It's more like who are the players that are producing a team that sits second in the West and what is the reason behind that? Sure. Okay, it's it's Manny's constructed this roster. Sure. Cool. You um you uh, bu- uh, I think at midweek sometimes obviously after games you have access to coaches players right. um getting do you have techniques or what is your philosophy about getting them to open up? How do you position yourself with them, ask questions to try and get them to not just share um, sound bites. That's not even what I mean. But you don't just want the obvious, um, well-laundered answer. You're like, well, we gave a lot of heart out there. you got to just be putting a gun in your mouth at that point. Sure. How do you massage those relationships to get compelling uh, insights from them? Um, I think you show an educated viewpoint, right? Okay. I mean, you, you you go to somebody like Darwin and say, well, you've gone left every time this year. I mean, obviously Darwin is not a good example because he wasn't available last night, but sure. it's showing an understanding of who they are and what they're about and also being trustworthy and honest and 
and open about how you're doing things. That mm-hmm. I think that there's kind of a disconnect uh, with some Latino players that come up in, you know, Liga MX or the Con- Colombian League or wherever, and they just feel like the media is out to get them. Okay. And that's not how I operate. So it's kind of breaking down that barrier and say, hey, I'm. That's why Darwin fled last I'm night. Here, I'm here to, yeah, well, I, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but there's there's probably some of that, right? I sure, mean, sure. there were times this year when he was in his slump and I would go up to him and be like, have you ever experienced something like this before? You know, what are you trying to do to, to get out of it? Mm-hmm. And he was very steely eyed. He was like sure, trying sure. to look through me. Uh, at times in the way that, it, you know, he was trying to respond to it just because that's what I think is a pro athlete mentality at times. And sure, sure. He kind of has this guard up. And uh, I think part of that is the byproduct of coming up in, in South America and Central America. Um, so, yeah, it's trying to break through that and say, I'm not here to get you on mm-hmm. on some sort of quote that you have. I'm not, you know, chasing you when you go out at night or those kinds of things. So it's. It's establishing that trust and, and the rapport and also just being there more well, times than not. You've got to kind of follow through then, too. You can't say that and then uh, and then get that one good sensational uh, piece out there, too. You've got to stick stick to those guns and protect them in, in ways, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about protect them. That's I mean, maybe the was, wrong word. Was, uh, yeah, protect, how about protect mean, the context of yeah. uh, the things that they share and – Right. Yeah. Right. So, so there was there was a point earlier this year where Darwin and Jan would step over or stand behind free kicks, mm-hmm. and it was like, and then you see this a little bit now. You saw it last night, right? It was it was Jan and Darwin and Robin Lude behind the free kick early on when Angelo got taken down just outside the 18, and it's like, who's taking this? Yeah. And what is the strategy behind this? And where is Adrian come into this? Right. And there was a story that I did earlier this year that. Adrian told Jan that he's taking the free kicks and Darwin was kind of ad-libbing and kind of muscling his way into those. Sure. Yeah. And it was just talking to enough people and finding out that that was the story and, and going with it regardless of how that might have been viewed for Darwin or some other people. Right, right. right? So, so I hope that answers your question. Sure, yeah, no, it's good. I mean, so you you know, you know also cover the Gophers um, and Gopher football specifically. Yeah. Um, and obviously, there's a lot more languages being spoken in the Minnesota United locker room. Yeah. How do you deal with, with that? Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's. Right. I know the team has translators and stuff, but like, right. not yeah. everybody speaks English, and you know, you're obviously you you are trying to get information from people, and you're and you want to, you know, build rapport and all that. Like how like how is like especially with the Spanish speakers? Do you speak another language? Um, do you speak Spanish? Are you, are you learning Spanish? I, because I, you maybe I, probably should be. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and, speak, and maybe and uh, maybe Finnish as well. Yeah, right. I speak some very broken Spanish, not okay. enough to be yeah, able to I, conduct I speak, interviews. I speak kitchen Spanish basically. Like yeah. I work in the kitchen, I speak enough Spanish to like, you know, get sure. get through like very brief basic stages. But yeah, I wouldn't be able to like conduct an interview in Spanish. Right. So. so when so when you go into it, that's obviously very limiting, right? Because sometimes you're able to get interviews like. With Ramon, for instance, when he speaks French, yep. or when Will is in there, Moimbe Terat, it's very limiting of when you can be able to get them. What sure. sort of connection is the club going to be able to bring in to bring in a translator? Obviously, Gabby, uh, now the new PR uh, person under Durkee, is able to provide some Spanish translation, so those are more likely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you go into it, and you're like, it can kind of cut things down a little bit of who's available and when they're available because sometimes it's 
It's not an everyday basis. You don't like record all your stuff and like do Google Translate and like have like just like just the question and then just play it like on your phone like and then just record that and then like have that play back through. That's not that's not like a good journalistic tactic or no. What? I mean it's I mean it, it can be helpful, right? I mean <laughs> I, I remember when uh, when Calvo spotted off after his trade, right? Talking about how Adrian he threw him in the basura, right? Threw him in the trash. Yeah, and. It, you know, I, I Google translated it for a rough understanding of what was going on, and obviously it was nuanced. And I hit up, you know, different people that understood the language, and I I got multiple different translations coming sure. back. Yeah, and I think some of it is kind of slang, some of it's like, you know, just nuance. So there's there's some gray area with what comes back, regardless of who you get it from. Cool. I mean, and some players speak really bad English either either way, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, even the English-speaking ones. What's that? Even the English-speaking yeah, ones. The sp- yeah, especially, yeah, especially the English-speaking ones, yeah. So, so um, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring a question in from the, the huddled masses mm. yearning to be free we, we out have, there. We have a bunch of those. Okay. I, have, I have a few. A lot of people few, like, have questions sort of for a, you. Like, like oddball questions. So you do like some of the like, – Actually, like, journalistic questions. And oh, I'll, really? Like, throw, I'll, I'll pepper in some like that wasn't what softballs. I had. That wasn't what I had okay, decked go, up go, at all. Well, but then ne- never mind. Go for no, it. no. Hang on. Let Maybe me guys. let me give you let me give you a real one here. Um, the question here that I got via the DMs is um, so try to position this question the right way. Um, what is your take on on the idea of Heath and having a doghouse? I you know we talked about Miggy and Brent and stuff like that. We've covered it a little bit. Uh, do you think there's a little bit of that going on? Do you think that do you think that um, – well, let me put it this way. Do you think, for instance, Miguel or Brent uh, get an opportunity here this weekend? And then do you think that he's just, I think, with those with his handling of some of those players? I think yeah, Miguel is a good right. example. Brent yep. was maybe another example. Um, those are two that come to mind. Sure, yeah. I mean, there's certainly a case to be made at times that he hasn't given them a fair shake. Okay. Um but I also think just given, like we talked about earlier in the show, right? Given Miguel's form, given his production, sure. I don't feel like he's a first choice or maybe even a bench choice currently. But I think that when he was taken off, I forget which game, maybe it was it was Dallas or you know maybe a couple of games ago, there's some kind of Twitter outrage about it. Like, what, what, why don't you see his work rate? Why don't you see some of the intangibles mm-hmm. of what he does? Well, he's an attacking player, and he hasn't scored in league play since early March. Sure. Right? I mean, we wouldn't tolerate that from somebody that wasn't a legacy Minnesota United player, one of one of the guys that came up from the NASL days, right? Like, we didn't tolerate it. Or, uh, supporters didn't tolerate it from Darwin when he had a slump, right? There were certain questions that were being asked about him that I don't think are often asked about Miguel at times. I think Brent's okay. a little bit more of – of uh, a guy that maybe is a little bit snake bitten by, I, I, so I will say that Brent and Miggy have both been in the graces of Adrian mm-hmm. at times, and this at this current juncture, it's like, why isn't Brent more fo- more of a focal point? Why isn't he, you know, included as much? And I think there's you, more of a case to be made for Brent than Miggy right now. Do you feel that there are guys for Heath? That are just Heath skies. That yeah. maybe, maybe, th- maybe the dog. That's a dumb question. Fi- we know fi- that. We know yeah, the answer. Yeah, so to that are there Kevin players Moreno. who just could not play their way out of his good graces? No, no, no you don't get to ask that question because I get to ask the question now. Um, <laughs> explain organic farming to us. Explain organic. farming Yeah, you were an organic farmer for a while. I was. I was. Yeah. So I, uh, 
explain it like how it works. interview. You ask a question, I ask a question. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely don't follow up on your own conversation and let it go organically where you want it to go. You asked a dumb question. Oh, that's true. We know Heath has a dog house. I wanted to know his take on it. We've talked about it. Well, his take is that he has a fucking dog house. This is the worst podcast that's ever happened. Explain organic farming to us. Um, well, I'll, sp- I'll explain my experience I mean, with it. Take as much time that. as you need. <laughs> um, so I was I was working in Duluth for you know many years, covering sports, covering news, covering business, and I was almost laid off. And I was like, I'm gonna create something else for myself. So I moved to South America for six months, and then came back. And my dad has a farm in Pine City, so I did that for a couple of years. Raised, Wait, you moved to South America, and then I and moved don't back speak to any Pine Spanish. Why well, I, I didn't like, I didn't at the time. Bear, okay. That sounds like a, that sounds like uh, a really know. good idea. Sometimes you just gotta <laughs> toss the dice, man. Right. Let life, uh, life's That's river fair. take That's you fair. where it's gonna. Sorry, anyway, you. you were you were explaining organic farming to us. Yes, not my lack of <laughs> Spanish fluency. Um, yes. Yeah. So I mean, I went with people that were more fluent than I was. Fair. Okay. Um, and then I I picked it up as I went. So as I came back, I I got into organic farming, and uh, you know raised a bunch of chickens, set up a farmers market. Had a bunch of vegetables. Did that for a couple of years. How was that and, different uh, from regular farming? How was it different? Yeah. Like um, well, so there's no, so it's all natural feed for the chickens. Oh, okay. Right. There's no antibiotics. Uh, they're raised on pasture. They're not okay. raised in sheds. Those kinds of. I mean, it was it's farming for anti-vaxxers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anti-vaxxer farming. Kind so of. you're an anti-vaxxer farmer. Kind cool. Of. Thanks, Andy. Um, just cut uh, next just question. Cut it there. Yeah. Yeah. Just no, you jump in right now. Um. <laughs> uh, no, that was really good. Um, who, what player in the locker room has the smallest iPhone? Ooh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw that one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm speaking of Brent. I'm I'm sitting on some Ooh. good, on, sitting on some good stuff about his car, and about he, his bar, about his car, what he oh, drives, his car. Yeah, about yeah. his car and what he drives. No one listens to this podcast. So if you want to drop it here, that's totally fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I would. I would say maybe him or Ethan, just because I know that they are, you know, kind of frugal and conservative. So I'd say maybe those two. Doesn't I mean, surprise me at right. all. Yeah, right? those, not, that's, that's definitely yeah. the answer I would have. Ethan or Ethan or Brent. Who do you think has the biggest iPhone? Who in the locker room has the biggest iPhone? Ooh, that's that's tough. I would say probably one of the young guys, maybe Mason. Just oh, yeah. I mean, that's not that's uh, not something yeah. about kind of. You, you can know. tell he has a big iPhone. I mean, I would say, I, I mean, I think I maybe throw Vito, Vito, Vito Minone in there. You think so? Yeah, I think he's got a big, is, sw- big swinging iPhone. Is big, is big Vito, ha- does yeah, Vito, have, big does Vito iPhone. have like an iPhone 10 or is it more like an iPhone 6? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like a 10. You know, I, I'm more of like a waist up kind of guy. I'm more like a <laughs> shoulder the- up kind of guy. You know, the iPhone's like down here, <laughs> like below their waist. I got you. When they're yeah. texting, you know? Yeah, yeah. The t- yeah that's yeah. where you text. Um, I'm one of those waist down interviewers. I don't know if <laughs> you know you're being interviewed right now by me. The listeners <laughs> right, at home yeah, can't tell. But my all right. Uh, so uh, my question now, uh, you recently got married. looks like you got a really nice gourmet knife set from uh, your registry. Anything else that Dave's fans <laughs> can purchase off the registry that you need? Just let who's us know now. Who's like, on the registry with the uh, knife set? I'm, listen, man. I, it's I, all I, very. Listen, I Google. I googled your name. It's it's one of the first fucking things on Google. So you know, you know what's crazy is like I. So we got we did get a nice nice knife set. Yeah, I know. I, I saw it. I saw right. it. It's a very nice knife set. Right. And I was like, this is so <laughs> we're not putting them in the dishwasher, right? They, yeah. No. I no yeah, so, don't I, do that. so I googled it, right? Like, do we put these in the dishwasher? No. Don't do that. 
You get, did and, then you, it, and then it's like populating Instagram, like every other yeah, ad. Well, that's the fucking internet, man. I know. It's just. It's, have, do you have a, Do you have a, Do you have like a knife sharpener yet? I mean, the one that comes in the block, right? That's that's a shitty ass knife sharpener. All right, Dave's on no fans. Um, buy Andy Grader a knife sharpener, like a Wusthof knife sharpener, the 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 three block, the the wet the wet block that you can that you wet. It's the best knife sharpener in the business. It's wet as I use, fuck. I use it. It's wet as fuck. I use it all the time. <laughs> On my knives, um, it's the best. So, don't look at his. Don't look. Don't Google Andy Grader wedding and then look at his uh, registry and then buy him shit yeah. off that registry. Buy him a a Wusthof, yes. uh, knife sharpener. Set. If you, if you do this, he will send you a thirty second video of him and a wife beater in front of a f- crackling fire sharpening sharpening a knife. knives. Yes. just it's, it's staring very, into it's, the it's, fire. It's, it's it's yeah knife maybe, sharpening. Maybe I'll get a machete just for this. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna be good. better than just like get a good yeah. one. Yeah. Andy, so we've been married for a long for a long time to each other and to other people. To other people. Um, I'm going to give you one piece of advice as a married man. Um, I've never had more like clarity and uh, and just zenness than sharpening my knives while my wife is sleeping on the couch, just yeah. sharpening the knives. I think. Did yeah. she hear you sharpening them? Is she oh, yeah. sleeping? Or I don't know. She, she in her dreams, she certainly does. She's a pretty does. sleeper, yeah. but just sharpening the knives. In the kitchen, we have an open floor plan, so you know she can see me. I can see her. Yeah. Just nothing, nothing more zen. Sounds, sounds very healthy. I mean, especially after you have like, once you have a kid, like that, that kid sleeping in the bedroom, yeah, and then your wife sleeping on the couch, and you're just like sharpening knives. Like, yep, this is what I want to do. This is all very. My life. This is all very normal stuff that we're talking about <laughs> yes, here. Yes, it is. Right. Um, so, how how long have you been? This is a like really introductory type question, but how long have you been writing about sports in total? Um. Sports yeah. in total. Yeah. Um, well, that could go back to you know previous jobs and yeah. in college. I would say probably I've been at the Pioneer Press since 2013. Mm. Um, so there's you know there's six years there, probably eight or nine. Okay. And so. it, have you, what got you into soccer? Yeah. Um, that's a that's a good question. I mean, so when I went to South America, it was during the 2010 World Cup. Okay. And I was in Argentina and I was in Ecuador. Ecuador didn't make the World Cup that year. Um, so I was kind of a late adopter to the game, but mm-hmm. when I was in Argentina, just you know, watching the World Cup mm-hmm. from Argentina, watching them, you know, win games. I think they won a, a quarterfinal game against Mexico, and just you know, seeing the vibe and how the city came alive after they beat Mexico in the round of 16, mm-hmm. kind of you know, enamored me, and I've been a fan since. Awesome. Uh, you, so, you ever played soccer? I never really played soccer. Okay. I played. Uh, more American football and you know basketball. Those are my okay. two. Okay. Okay. Um, Duluth News Tribune, Fish Rap Factory North Shore. Yeah. That's yeah. The, that's nice nice work, common. Yeah. That's yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Cool. That Our was first that's where I got my first newspaper. Is that what yeah. you're referring so to? So do you? So I have actually a legitimate newspaper question. Um, okay. Joe Souchere? Question mark. Questionable. Well. Um, I mean, his, his hair is questionable yeah, for sure. That guy's the guy's a fucking asshole. It's right? all it's all over the place. I mean, yeah. I, I I've, I'll see him in the office and like. Do you actually, a, 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 you see him and like, do you I have I, ha- with I him? have seen him as I was going. Like, I it's have like not actually. I've not actually interacted with him. He's not the type of guy that you want to go like, and say. That guy's a fucking. That guy hey, is like, Joe. That guy's like a, a like a vampire, right? That, he will never die. There's a chill unless you like stab him through the heart. Rise in the room when the. <laughs> 
I mean, have, has, have you seen him look at himself in a mirror? About this stuff, man. He's What's got, that? He's not going to sit here and talk shit about other people on the no podcast. No one this fucking podcast. Especially away from the bite of your breasts. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe Fred Mello. Uh, Fred, Fred, Fred's, 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 Fred's cool. Like, Fred's good. Okay. Do you see Do you see the video of Fred Mello yesterday? Yeah. With wow. those fucking uh, kids from the German immersion school. Yeah, uh, no, I, I don't, anyways, don't give, yeah, Do that, not get me started on that sorry, bullshit. That was, I will, I will that spend an hour talking I, about I that bullshit. Not, so. I mean, I saw that. I don't know the full context, but... Thank you, Tony. Goodness. Wow, thank you. Um. All right, anyway, so sorry. I, that was my question. Like, Josie Shrey, like... Fucking douchebag, yeah, right? Good, Andy Grader confirmed Josie Shree's a fucking douchebag. Thank you. He's on the he's on the record. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you? Uh, question: uh, Is there uh, is there anything different about the way that you cover uh, non soccer? You cover the Gophers, for instance. Yeah. Is there anything different about the way you cover Gophers? The way you choose to interview people, work with folks, obviously very different players, for instance, with right. the Gophers right. uh, than than what you do with United. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's pro versus college, right? Of course, so yeah. Just different, you know ways of kind of handling you know what are essentially kids versus pro athletes right right, right. there's obviously there's a human element regardless of it but there's a little bit more transactional um business-like things that come out of you know doing united and other pro sports than come with gophers um so yeah i mean it's it's all kind of the same at the end of the day right mm-hmm. you're still writing about games you're writing about people you're writing about trends you're writing about personalities so mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of the same i think what what United has in their favor is tremendous access, right? Like, I can usually get one-on-ones with a lot of, you know, from Manny on down to Chase Gasper, sure. whoever. Um, they're tremendous about just access and what do you need? When can we make that work for you? Mm-hmm. Um, that's just based on doing it for a number of years. And, mm-hmm. and when you go to colleges, it's a little bit more uh, red tape to cut through. Sure, I believe that. Yeah. So PJ Flack, guy is fucking weird, right? He's something else, man, <laughs> for sure. I mean, sorry for if, if you're not a Gopher fan, like PJ Flack is a Gopher football coach. That guy is fucking weird. I'm sorry, I'm just, he's fucking yeah, weird, right? I mean, it, <laughs> row the boat, right? He's got that Sky Ma, the, go Gophers. Yeah, I mean Sky Ma, yeah, for sure. I was, I'm, I'm a, a University of Minnesota alum, so like I appreciate that, but that guy's fucking weird. Sorry. Was right. that a I question? Mean, yeah, it was, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's that guy's fucking right. weird? Question mark? Is he? Yeah. Is he weird? <laughs> He's um, fucking intense is what he I've is. I've never... Here's the thing. Like, I've never seen him not be that way. Okay, that's so, even weirder. <laughs> like, he doesn't yeah. actually have, like, a, well, like a downshift. Like, it's okay. who he is. Yeah, that's I how mean, he's... I guess... That's how he's operated the entire three years that I've known him. So... Sure. Uh... So according to LinkedIn, your only interest is the St. Paul Pioneer Press. Can you please explain why your only interest is the St. Paul Pioneer uh, Press? That's I, not very only, many interests. The only, <laughs> no, it's it's an interest. It's the, only, interest. the only reason I set up a LinkedIn account was to try to track down sources when I used to cover cops and courts. Ah, so okay. I was trying I was trying to chase certain crimes and to get next of kin. They were on LinkedIn. Ah. So I set up a LinkedIn account to try to contact other sources. Fair enough. So that's the only reason that I even have a LinkedIn. Fair enough. for sourcing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that Sounds was good. years ago. I haven't even been. I mean, I, I, I mean, clearly have, you have not been on your LinkedIn no, in a long time. I, yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I tried to message you and, like, so, so and like in, in, invite you to be my LinkedIn friend, and you, you clearly have not accepted that invitation. So, that, so, so that's where the previous invites to the podcast <laughs> went. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we have some other. We have a bunch of other questions. Um, we'll, let's power through a few of these. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Josh Aha asks, 
He repeats his question from the previous podcast. How do we get the four-day visa? Tra- on the, how do we get on the four-day visa train? And also, can we? How get do we big, get the Pavone? Also, can we I get know, a big right? moon signing that doesn't count as a uh, DP? Be in New uh, York two. or LA or Miami. Yeah, I think that's enough. kind of the okay. answer. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's a conspiracy theory, right? Yeah. It's, it's. I mean, it's certainly been a theme in Blaine, right? They've been like, "What's going on? Why? You want it, you why, want why, why? Why can't we set up a essential DP on a loan deal? Can yeah. you talk? A little How can about we get him immediately eligible? Why? Why can't Chacon debut on Saturday instead of maybe be in the stadium? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, why don't you talk a little about that? You have some. You had some breaking news. That you dropped into our <laughs> Twitter feed earlier. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. Segue, motherfucker. T- tell you. Tell your news. <laughs> Break some news. Well, it's it's. I mean, it's so they believe that Chacon could get his paper, his immigration paperwork, any day now. He might already have it in hand. He could be on the next flight out of Montevideo to Minneapolis, St. Paul, and he could be in the stadium on Saturday night uh, to at least experience the atmosphere of Allianz nice. Field. They're hoping that he trains on Monday and then sets up his debut on Thursday in KC. My God. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, <laughs> you know is bad. So, so Shotgun. So you know so here's So mega, right? I was sitting at gopher practice a couple of days ago, and somebody comes up to me, and he goes, Donald Trump is making gopher football great again. And I just go, what? Like, completely apolitical. Huh. Huh. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, who would say that? Why would you say that? Do you, do you know, like... Who I am, or like, are you? Was this like? like, a, like are you just saying that to everybody? Uh, who was? Who was this, who was this person? Was this person someone affiliated with Gopher Football? Or? No, this was just a fan. It just was an fan. open practice. Okay. okay. Was just walking around TCF Bank Stadium. There's a lot of assholes in Minnesota. People, people like to think of this state as very progressive, Wellstone, a blue state. And this is a very much a blue state, as, as much as people want to say it's a purple state, it's a blue state. But there are some fucking assholes who live in this state. state. I, I listen. Uh, I've talked to a lot of did, them. Did you get to the bottom of this logic? Did he explain the spiritual math that's leading him no, there? No, I, I, I was mouth agape watching. Oh him yeah. Just walk down in the next section. I was yeah, like, <laughs> okay, that was. Uh, <laughs> Just gonna let that one pass. I, cool. I, didn't, I didn't know if I wanted to like go there. Yeah, what, what good is gonna about, come out of that? Yeah. You know, just again, apolitically, like mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the correlation is yeah. or causation is or something like that. Yeah. It was just uh, that's just baffling. Okay, that's, that's intense. Whatever. There you go. There you go. Um, all right, so I have a leading, out of that. I have a leading yeah, question yeah. here. Um, will the loons' relative success this season justify? In the minds of fans and ownership, the lack of financial investment in the squad going forward. From this is from Bulk McHuge Large on Twitter. So this is a very bulkly huge large. No, at Bulk, Bulk McHuge oh, Large. Oh, McHuge. He's Irish. Bulk McHuge okay. Large. Let's not answer this guy's question because this guy's a fucking troll. Um, let's see. Moving on. Moving on. We're not oh. gonna go there. Yeah, no, no, no. Unless you want to. Unless you want to. Like that's, well, that's, yeah, just, it's just, a leading question. It's 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 a bullshit question too. Right, and I don't really think it's accurate. Right. Yeah. I mean. They've clearly spent more. They're not going to spend I, the as next someone who level. hates this fucking front office with a passion. I can also identify it. They've spent more money, and they spent money well in the last year and a half. I can admit that. So. Right, right, and I mean, and I'm, the, I'm like, yeah, Chacon, a young player, a promising player, yeah. potentially multi. I mean, multi million dollars. Let's let's know. move past. Anyways, let's get let's so. get some real questions from people. Uh, so <laughs> at uh, John Stevenson at Real John Step One. What is Minnesota's playing style? What are we known from? What are we known for from the past three years besides bad defending? So, 
right. throwing out bad defending, which is clearly yeah. our, our MO. What's Minnesota's playing style, yeah, as, I mean, as, as you see it? Yeah, I mean, that's that's been a common theme on you know shows like Extra Time, right? They're like, who is Minnesota? What are they about? Mm-hmm. What, are, what, are the, what are the things they do great? You look at it and you're like, well, maybe they don't do, you know, all of the – a lot of things great or even a few things yeah, great. Yeah. Um, what what it has always been a tenet to me of what Adrian wants to do is he wants to play attacking football. He wants to be mm-hmm. possession-based. Yeah. But that's been interesting this year because they've been one of the least, you know, highest percentages the, of, of – like, Very of, counter-attacking yeah, style. Very yeah, very counter-attacking, which mm-hmm. is also counter to what Adrian is. So yeah. I think, you know, it's it's, you know – Playing, playing smart and centrally, mm-hmm. and, get, and getting it out wide and then bringing it back in yeah. is, is really what they've been about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I think it, it's it's interesting to try to put a finger on that because I don't think it's been it's been one different thing. Yeah. And I think Adrian would tell you, and this is where I think he kind of rubs people the wrong way. Is he'll say, "Well, it's better players." Yeah. So that's where you know it opens things up. Double pivot, that's been part of our style. Has been. Trying to make yeah. a double pivot work. Yeah. I think this year having very clearly defined roles between a number eight and a number six has been uh, huge. Yeah. Not to mention yeah. better players in both those Sometimes roles. Sometimes you but just need to jam it through the pee hole and see if it works. That's what I s- have always <laughs> said, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the attachment asks, uh, this is Colin O'Donnell of the Two United Fans podcast. Um, fuck you, Two United Fans podcast. You're going down at the futsal tournament. He asked a question, though. Crossing the beats a bit, why did the Gopher fo- football team insist on starting the wave last night, and is it enough reason to become a Badger fan? I mean, that's the answer is no, it's not. People, right. like, very smart, intelligent people are idiots and do the wave, but why yeah, do they do the wave? Right. I don't know. I mean, it was, it was kind of comical to see that happen, right? <laughs> it really? like, I, I like, guess I didn't see it, so yeah. Yeah, no, no it actually happened. Oh, it's shit. Like, that's bad. Come on, guys. Like, that's not the environment right, yeah. for that. Like. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that those guys were, you know, seeing what was going on in the Wonderwall and trying to have a good time. And, you know, they're kids. It was great you know, for them to be there. And, yes, trying yeah, to have they're a good kids. time. Let's, let's, so. let's play, like, they're kids. They're kids. Yeah. They, don't, they don't know any better yet. Let's, let's put it I in lo- there. I love there's so many people who are like you, David, who are like, listen, welcoming, open. We're here to have a good time. Come one, come all, kids, adults. As soon as they do one exuberant fan thing slightly wrong – Fuck you! Oh yeah, no, no, no. I, I, Sit I, down. I understand. Fan I am a walking, I'm a walking juxtaposition, right? I, I totally yeah. get that. We used to call it hypocrisy. It, I fucking embrace it. I, I, I embrace it. I, whatever. Yeah, like, do it the I, right way, or don't fucking do it at all. But we love you. We want so you involved. I, so That's, I contradict myself. I contain multitudes. Yeah. Um, uh, another uh, question from a uh, person from a soccer team that's going to go down in a couple weeks. Minnesota Nice FC, West Berdine, owner of this fine establishment that we were at. He asked your go-to karaoke song. What is your go-to karaoke song, Andy? Uh, Andy Greeter? Well, I mean, as you can see at the Clearly the Billy open, Joel. Billy Joel. Uh, yeah. I don't do karaoke. The Billy Joel oeuvre. Let's, let's say so. So, the answer put is, so, we, so we need to put fix a that. in your mouth comments. and sing karaoke immediately. What would you sing? Um, I don't know. Um, maybe some cake. Cake? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's like not actually... Like singing, it's more like yeah, Cake or Beastie Boys. I, I get maybe. that. Yeah, okay. So. so you know we do karaoke here after every uh, this here being the Black Heart of St. Paul. After every so Minnesota many strings United attached home. to this podcast. Uh, offensive Lucy <laughs> fan here, David Martin, who actually will get on the piano and tickle the ivories during certain songs. Wow. So we need to, so you don't need to go straight home 
to your lovely wife after uh, matches. You can come here and do a karaoke song next home match, which is, you know, conveniently like enough this coming Saturday. hours away. Yeah. I'll play whatever fucking song you want. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. Unless, uh, um, there, there's some Beastie Boys songs. Bad one. Oh, yeah. Great piano tunes. <laughs> Beastie yeah. Boys songs. All right. Uh, all right. A uh, couple other questions here. Steve Lindley asks, uh, what's the best way to thank a journalist for their great work outside of subscribing to uh, the Fisher Up Factory east side of town? He wants to know how to support you without... Yeah, right. Outside of giving like, giving your company money. I know, because that, I mean, would, give that your, would be terrible. Like, give your yeah, company don't do money. That. Like, yeah, give don't your company money to pay, to pay, to pay salaries. Right? It's like, I mean, I... I what listen. is it? What does a goal scorer want besides scoring goals? Listen, yeah. Like, what would they? What would they want? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I appreciate. I think the, the preface to this question is like, I don't. I would yeah. love to subscribe to the Pioneer Press. I don't want to give fucking Sushere my money. I know my money's not going to Sushere, right? Sure. But it's 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 the fucking it's the principle of the thing. Okay. I fucker still employed by the Pioneer Press, and I just I can't abide by that bullshit. Like I would love. Like, I like Fred Mello a lot. Fred Mello's a really good dude, and I've. He interviewed me. I was on the fucking front page of the goddamn yeah, paper. I saw that. Um, yeah. April. I just, right? I really, I, I can't abide by giving Sushere any fucking money. Do you have a Venmo or something? Yeah, can we, can where we, people ven- can we Venmo you? Or, uh, or like set up a sure. Patreon? Uh, you set up a Patreon, man. Patreon's fucking, fucking shit right. is awesome. Right. You I mean, honestly, honestly, just clear your cookies and click on stories. Okay. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> care. Clear, okay. I, I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> Find a way to click on the stories. There you go. I mean, I, uh, so, incognito so just, windows yeah, and uh, exactly. yeah. I don't care as yeah. long as as long as the clicks are registered. I mean, they're paying for me to go to Atlanta in a couple. Are of they weeks. really? That's fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's tremendous. All right, right? we're, and, and we're both going to be there. Yeah, yeah. We should do. We should. Be, yeah, we should do like sure. a, like a little a little mini podcast. Yeah. No, no, no I think we're going to do it. Not podcast. I'm going to figure out a way to do it. I will quit the podcast. Okay. If we don't bring up Sushere, I think Mark might be. Yeah, we'll go down to Atlanta just to talk about him. Point is, the point is, is like. If you click on stories, my editors see that. They give me more time and space to be able sure. to write about this team. So and at least demonstrate the, the interest in what you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. If it's, you know, if it's, you know, liking things on, on Twitter, if it's, you know, making comments, if it's clicking on stories, that's the most important thing. Okay. And then we uh, we go from there. Cool. Um, I think that. Oh. So Jake Chalcraft asked a question. Um, has Andy ever thought about. What his life would be like if he wasn't a if he was a beat reporter b e e t reporter instead of a beat reporter. This goes back to I think your organic farming question. Is, do I have to explain organic farming again? No, no, Which no. I just, actually did. What, what really would, do? But, but what would you be like? like a what would your life be like if you were a beat reporter? Like you maybe you're on the farm, the farm beats. beats instead of the sports right. beats. How would, you, how would your job be in change? Like Thief River Falls, right? Okay. Isn't that beat territory? Uh, so up northwest, like the trains life. the trains yeah. carry uh, sugar beets west through Fargo. Mm-hmm. Pretty much nightly up there. Yeah, I mean, imagine I, what I your job would be like. Salad. Um, Do you? Yeah. What's wrong with the beet salad? You don't like pickle, beet pickled beets? Not, not so much like pickled. But yeah, I mean, actually, yeah, pickled. Like, what, what else like do they fucking come? garbage. What else? Do they, I mean, <laughs> you eat salad? I've enemies. I, I mean, I've had. Like I mean, with some farm. like goat cheese and some like uh, walnuts. Goat cheese. I mean, I've had beets. I, I don't like you know. any of the stuff he's putting on this salad. I also my uh, I have an ex-wife who's from North Dakota, from Fargo, and yeah, fucking beets were like a thing up there. All right, what's her there. name? I'm not gonna say that. Okay. Maybe that I know her. Joke? 
I don't think you do. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh. Apparently his ex-wife is from Fargo. I lived up there for about five years. Maybe I know her. You? I don't think you do. You don't no, think so? Yeah, anyways, yeah. brothers? Yeah. Oh, no. Is that what you're getting at? No, 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 no. no. God, I no. I was uh, kind of interested to see where this is going to go. There's no inside joke. Here. I think that's all the questions we have from our, uh, <laughs> and we're our here. intrepid <laughs> listeners. Do you have any other questions you want to ask? Uh, uh, Andy, I think I have, a, I have a list of questions. I'm going to look at this one quick. So. No, no, no. I, I was going to dismount. So if you have another question, ask nope. it. Nope. Um, I think we're good with. Uh, yeah. Do you questions have questions for yeah, us? Questions for us. What do yeah. you want to know about the work we do? Yeah. Like, how we do this shit? You know. <laughs> they're they're, they're, they're nodding no. They're like, just shut <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I <laughs> really like, want you to like, ask me a question. Ask slash, me a question. Like, just get off the air. All right. Fuck Mary Kill. Your wife. <laughs> David Seller. Me, David Martin. Oh, that's a that's a very interesting question. Fuck Mary Kill. Um, well, I'm gonna condense some fuck Mary on my wife and oh, no, 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 we'll no, no, see no, you guys. No, no, we'll no, see you guys. No, you, later. Got, no, you, got, no, you, you cannot do that. That's, <laughs> see that you guys is not. Later. That's not cool. Hey. We know you're gonna marry your wife. That's that's totally cool. Already who happened. are you gonna fuck and who are you gonna kill of, of us? Oh man, that's and that's. And it's, you want to kill me? That's totally fine. I, I I get it. I understand. I'm a I'm an aggressive presence. Yeah, I mean, but if you I also mean, want to fuck me, I'm aggressive. Just because you know, I mean, it was the. He kind of baited me on a few things, and then he, like, <laughs> hammered the sushire, right? I feel like you want to kill yeah, him. Yeah, Zeller, Zeller, Zeller Yeah. Well, and rightfully the so. The luck is yours because I am a very generous lover. <laughs> yeah, all right. Also doesn't have general warts. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. So, <laughs> I mean, look, neither uh, do I, but. <laughs> Andy, we're, we're really glad that you, you came here and uh, yeah, we're, uh, you had an open mind. <laughs> Obviously, we like, we like to pick on the people that come on the show. Yeah. Um, but we hope that won't prevent you from doing it a second time someday in the future. But um, it's re- it's really cool to take a look at, at what you do. And I think that Minnesota sports and, of course, Minnesota United specifically and the fan base and the culture around it is better for the work that you do in support of it. We have really yeah. top-notch coverage that. of our team, and you're uh, a huge, huge part of it. Yeah. Appreciate that, guys. Yeah, we're not joking. Like, we, we really do appreciate yes. like, A lot of times, like, the United yeah. notes is, like, shit that you've tweeted out, like, the, like during the day – as we're getting ready to like yeah. record the podcast, we'll take so. that and say that we found it. Oh no, no, we, we'll I, hop I, on this podcast I, I, and I say break it. I give you as much credit as I possibly can, <laughs> up to a point. <laughs> but uh, Has it, have you been pronouncing it greater for 108? <laughs> possibly. <laughs> However, you know, I think we don't talk about you on every I, episode. Hey, well, I think I go right, back and right. forth, and I think I just mostly say Andy. I don't say uh, sure. a last name. Right. Right. I was called yeah, I mean, Mr. I'm not, Greeter. I'm not to blame. I mean, I'm. I have blame here too, right? Like, I mean, if you listen, if you listen yeah, to right? this shit, you right? you could have said, yeah. you could have texted it's me. It's and kind of like, on you. Hey, right. by the way, yeah, I will, it's, I will say, it's, I will it's, say, I will say, it's 100 on you. As a matter of fact, it's 100 on you. If you listen to this shit, you could you could tell me, hey, by the way, it's it's Greeter, like Greedo, right. but with an er. <laughs> Greedo. We were on a Star Wars reference. We were we were on a panel. Like at uh, like uh, New Bohemia, yeah, New Bohemia, <laughs> like two years ago. Yes, right? yes, that was, uh, yeah, that was my, yeah, that was our first interaction. Yeah, and the only time that I've seen you is when you were on the Fox FSN like <laughs> pregame show explaining Tifo, and you were so straight laced and just like just like by the book, and I was yeah. like, okay, like, it'd be interesting to see what he's like on the podcast. I, it was like maybe Dad. Dad Martin. Da- yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a very different oh, it's, person it's, in another yeah. context. Oh, he totally yeah. is. Like, listen, I'll go to his house. Like, we'll go. I go down to where he lives uh, in the southern suburbs occasionally to record. And, like, sometimes we'll go down, like, me and my wife, and we'll go down, and my kid will yeah. go down. We'll have dinner. And, like, my wife and, and his wife will hang out and with, with his kids. He has got, he's got twins, five-year-old twins. And then 
totally fine during dinner, like just regular, like yeah. normal, like you know, like Stepford Wives sort of shit. And then we go to the podcast. It's like fuck, shit, balls, cock, suck, whatever. And yeah. it's it's he turns it on like a fucking like light switch. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm just like this generally. I yeah. you know <laughs> no filter in front of anybody. Exactly. Yeah. No, not yes. at all. Yeah. So good for you. Yeah. Awesome. When, uh, when well, this is a really good podcast. We hope that we'll get the opportunity to do this with again yeah, with you. Hopefully. We hope we didn't scare you off. Practice your singing for yes. next time. Okay? Yes, please do. Um, um, yeah, you can always find us at the Dave's I Know and at gmail.com. Please do not email that address. I don't check that one. At TDICAM, and I should just take it out of the fucking outline. I don't know why I have it in no, there. No, yeah, honestly, at this point, you should just keep <laughs> saying it every time for all of time. I should probably go look at that at that and see if there's any extra questions lots there. Of, lots at of TDICAM on Twitter. Yeah, I'm at offensive. Sorry, I'm not at offensive loons. No. Martin's at offensive loons. I'm at Texas Zeller. Uh, Andy Greeter. Greeter. Fuck. <laughs> yes. Gonna do it. Yes. Gonna do it. Andy, what is your Twitter handle? At Andy Greeter. At Andy Greeter. There we go. Um, it's. You think you wish to spell it with two E's, like gre- right. greeter, but it's not. Right. It's only, it's like yeah. like greater. Like if you think yeah. you were spelling greater, you're right, Zeller. that's how you you're would spell right. it with like a greater right. with a D. Yeah. But uh, it's greeter, you know, regular. Yeah. So, anyways. I think people walked away with a really good understanding of your Twitter handle. Um, and hey, your name, apparently. Yeah, your name. We are the Dave's You Know. This has been the Dave's I Know. To try and work it out, because we both know. Do nothing at all. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh we get we, we do our thing, son. Long as you do yours, land here, become feet, con. Yeah. Uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son. Who the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing. Do it. Do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Son, 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 son.